0: Good morning, this is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Tuesday the 6th of February. There's often a narrative that rising equity markets are good and falling equity markets are bad. But nothing could be further from the truth. An equity bubble, any asset bubble, is economically bad. Similarly, bringing asset prices back to fundamental value is generally good for the economy in the long term. Fairly priced equities are good. Irrationally priced equities, whether over or undervalued, are bad. This is the context in which investors should be considering the latest wave of measures by China's government. President Xi is to meet equity market regulators. The government will buy more EFTs and some investors have been having their trading curbed. If these measures are an attempt to steady markets that have become disorderly and where prices no longer represent economic fundamentals, such interventions are good. If, however, this is an attempt to push up equity markets because politicians like it when equities go up, this is potentially economically damaging. The UK's British retail consortium like-for-like January sales figure slowed, though the growth was slowing by less than expected. These numbers are not adjusted for price changes, so the fact that profit-led inflation is under pressure is a factor in slowing the headline sales figure. In addition, it does seem that consumers' sense of rebellion continues and that without price discounting there is a reluctance to spend. Bank of England Chief Economist Pill reflected on some of this in comments yesterday, talking about the question of being when, not if, inflation would further fall. We get euro area December retail sales data today as well. Here, the sales growth likely is going to be negative, and these numbers do adjust for inflation, so falling prices cannot be blamed for that. Again, the need for discounting to encourage consumers unwilling to support expanded margins is part of the narrative. It would seem that the price discounting so far is not enough. Of course, the switch to spending on having fun rather than spending on goods is a factor to consider in all of this. The European Union will also be releasing one-year and three-year euro area consumer inflation expectations. These numbers tell us more about what has been happening with food and fuel prices recently ...than they do about consumers' actual future inflation expectations. Consumers' views of inflation are driven by the prices of the things that they buy frequently. Food price inflation continued to slow in December, barely growing compared to November. The price of petrol and diesel fell compared to November. This suggests modest inflation expectations in today's numbers. Is that useful information... Consumer inflation expectations, because they're almost always wrong, are only important if they influence behaviour by consumers, either through changing demand or through influencing wage demands. There's little evidence of either of those at the moment. There are a variety of speakers from the US Federal Reserve today. Fed expectations have been influencing markets, perhaps more than economic fundamentals. In an ideal world economic fundamentals and policy expectations would be indivisible but in an ideal world economists would run everything especially central banks markets have moved away from the idea of a fed rate cut in march uh, we also had the fed's senior loan officers opinion survey yesterday this is a tricky survey to interpret in theory It reports how credit conditions have changed since the previous quarter. But the actual data tends towards reporting just whether conditions are tight or loose in absolute terms. In theory, therefore, the survey showed credit conditions were tightening relative to the third quarter, but fewer banks were tightening significantly. In reality, that just may suggest less tightening overall.
1: That's all for today. Have a good day.